Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica. And we have another fabulous guest today here at the podcast. Her name is Andrea, and she's actually a close personal friend of mine. So I'm really excited to do this for her. Um, But I want everybody to kind of get to know you a little bit, Andrea. So can you share with us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing in the world? Okay. um, Well, I am a stay-at-home mom. I have two children. I have a six-year-old boy and a one-year-old girl. And um, since I had my baby, my first baby six years ago, I'm totally like out of the work environment. And I mean, I kind of did a project in Brazil um, because I'm from Brazil and it did really well, but uh, I'm not a multitasker. I have such a, a terrible problem with that. But on the upper side, I'm like somebody that when I focus, I'm really like driven and I just have like so many, um, I feel like I have so many things that I like and that I could pursue and I feel kind of like, you know, it's hard for me to choose something, you know, and my, usually my nature is kind of like, I let kind of like things fall on my lap and I feel like that's the universe telling me to go that way. So that's kind of like how I go through life in general, go with the flow, like literally. And, um, and that's it. That's pretty much it. So tell us what you want to focus the reading on today. What's the big challenge or struggle that you're having as it pertains to potentially starting a business or this career path? Well, I feel like, like I said, I am um, not a very good multitasker. So I feel like all these years I have been focusing on my children 
and I'm kind of pretty much like waiting for my little one to get into like preschool, which will be like in a year and to figure it out, uh, a project that has my heart in it. So, um, that's pretty much the plan. I know that the world kind of like doesn't wait for you to be ready, (laughs) but I know that I, if I want to give my all, I need time to devote and I need to be by myself, you know, like certain hours of the day so I can really like focus and and put my attention into something that, you know, is going to be worth my while, you know? Awesome. Okay, well, we're going to start the reading off um, with the three main planets, uh, which are your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. So I'm sure you know you um, have your sun sign in the sign of Virgo, and you actually have a Virgo stellium, means that that is the dominant sign in your entire birth chart. So when push comes to shove, you're definitely a Virgo. Um, your sun sign is how you see yourself. So it's like when we're reading our horoscopes, it's like, oh my gosh, it's so me. So, but I like to see your sun sign, uh, when I'm doing business astrology, it's actually like your secret sauce. It's not necessarily how other people see you unless you have your rising sign also in Virgo, which you don't. Um, but it's how you're going to share your gift with the world, but in a very, um, in a very indirect way. So we're kind of going to save the Virgo um, for when we have customers to serve and we're going to kind of sprinkle all of that organization and that um, perfectionist and all of that methodical, analytical, all those things that Virgo are. So Virgo is an earth sign. Their symbol is the Virgin. They're all about selfless acts of service. So anywhere that you can feel that you are going to be appreciated or that your mind um, is going to be utilized, Virgos are an incredible producer. They aren't necessarily the ones out there um, creating the art. They're the ones kind of curating the project so that it um, functions properly, so that um, the best experience is given um, for the people that are experiencing whatever that you know project is, um, they're good with organization. Uh, they're good with um, just making sure all the ducks are in the row. Like nothing's really going to slip through the cracks with a Virgo um, with a Virgo sun sign, uh, especially with the Virgo stellium. So does that resonate at all? Oh my God! Absolutely. Okay, cool. All right. So then the way that other people see you, this is really important because this is what you should probably start leaning a little bit more into because uh, the people around you and the people that you're truly meant to serve, they don't see you as Virgo. You see yourself as Virgo, but they see you as Sagittarius. So you have your rising sign and the sign of Sagittarius. This is a fire sign. Uh, this is a sign about spirituality and um, higher education, philosophy, travel, foreign culture. So anything that you are going to do with in regards to these kinds of categories and these kinds of topics, those are what people want to hear from you. And the reason for this is that your kismet client, the people that you're really here to serve on this planet, they're looking at you as Sagittarius. But what they're really seeing is a part of themselves that they want to develop more so. And that has to do with higher education. It has to do with spirituality. It has to do with foreign culture and travel and all those beautiful qualities that have to do with Sagittarius. Now, the other thing to keep in mind is that when they're looking at you uh, as Sagittarius, they're seeing you as a little bit more advanced. 
So anything that you're here to teach, anything that's going to develop into a brand or a, your next business project is going to be about not necessarily like the foundational stuff, but you're actually here to teach some more advanced things. So for instance, I always give the example, like, you know, in college, you take like psychology 101. Well, mm -hmm. you're here to teach like psychology 401. So the type of person that's going to appeal to you uh, is someone who wants to learn some of the advanced things, whether that's, you know, how to travel, you know, not from like a amateur way, but from like a, an avid traveler way. Um, someone that wants to learn about spirituality, they're not going to just dabble in a few self-growth books. They actually want to know like all your witchy ways. So you want to start thinking outside the box and think about uh, the thing that you're here to teach is really a more of that advanced curricula because uh, that's what they see you as and they just want more of that in their world. I see. Okay, so then you have your moon sign in the sign of Gemini. Gemini is an air sign. We know we have one of our best friends as a Gemini. So this has to do with your, uh, your mood. This has to do with your feelings, your, uh, your emotional state, all that inner stuff. So this becomes important because your higher calling, you know, is really fueled by how we feel. So if we don't feel like doing something, we're not going to do it. And so we've <laughs> got to make sure that we keep our moon in check. Now, your moon in Gemini is a little bit of a challenge here because Gemini, first of all, doesn't want to be told what to do, like ever. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to, you know, appease her intellectually. So she's not going to really, uh, you know, uh, she's not going to be, how do we say, She's not going to be enamored. She's not going to be motivated um, unless she cognitively understands the pros and cons of something. So mm -hmm. she's very literal in that way. She's very much in her crown chakra, which is in her head. Um, she's an avid reader. She's highly intellectual. She's very well-read, um, educated. But when it comes to your moon, you're, you're basically for you to stay motivated to pursue your higher calling, to go out and show up in the world as Sagittarius and to sprinkle that secret sauce, you know, which is Virgo. We're going to have to hit the books. We're going to have to learn some new things. We're going to have to meditate. We're going to have to go inward and get out of our mind and into our soul. So that's going to be the challenge for Gemini is how do I get myself out of my head and more into my soul? Mm -hmm. Does that resonate? Yes. Okay. So then we've got your Saturn. Any questions so far before I move on? No, no. Go ahead. Okay. So you've got Saturn in the sign of cancer. So Saturn is basically the father figure of the Zodiac. So if you have a father that has ever given you advice, he's probably saying something like, okay, Andrea, that all sounds great, but how are you going to make this work? Is that really logical? Is that really a good plan? Is that going to, you know, satisfy you in the long run? So that's mm -hmm. where Saturn comes into play. And he's really trying to protect you and make sure that you've got a game plan to pursue this higher calling and really be able to monetize it. So he's really the guy out there that's going to, get, going to be like, look, if we're going to do this, like for reals this time, I need to make sure that you have a plan. I need to make sure that you're going to go out there and you're going to be able to uh, attract the people that you're here to serve and then actually collect the coins when it comes to time to collecting the coins. Mm -hmm. So he, you have it in the sign of cancer. 
So the, what that tells me is that, so cancer is um, the mother. So this is actually polar opposite. So Saturn rules Capricorn. Cancer is the mother. So we've got the mother and the father here. So imagine the mother and the father having a coffee date and having a chit chat, like how are we going to raise our family? How are we going to grow this business? So they're really a great partnership because they really fill in the blanks of where the other person takes over. So in this case, cancer is all about being the mama bear. She's really about, you know, taking people under their wings, making sure that they're fed, make sure that they, um, you know, feel nurtured and cared for, um, all that loving feminine stuff. So Saturn's like, okay, great. Well, you've got this talent, you've got this ability to be able to bring people to you, make them feel loved and adored, and make them feel like they're part of a community. So Saturn sees the bright lights and he's like, okay, what if we create a community around your higher calling and we'll put, you know, um, we'll show your kismet clients that you are the leader of this community. You are the mama bear. You are the one that's going to be answering their questions and nurturing them and, and really fueling them in order to kind of send them to that next chapter, send them on the way to where they're supposed to go to next. Mm -hmm. And because you have your rising sign and the sign of Sagittarius, I really see this community really being based around spirituality, higher education, travel, philosophy. So we're starting to like infuse now what this community could be, the type of leader that you will be for your community, which happens to be more of the nurturer. So more of that feminine side, not so much the masculine, but the feminine part of that community. So that kind of leader. And you're going to sprinkle that Virgo sensibility. So that's probably where some of the masculine stuff will come in, like organization and, you know, getting a plan together. That's very Virgo. But really, they're seeing that they want to belong to something. They want to belong to something that they already see you as, which is that um, that Sagittarius energy, that fire sign. Mm -hmm. Making sense? Yes, sure. Feeling good? Yes. Okay. Okay, so let's keep going here. So we've got, um, you've got your north node in the sign of Scorpio, and you have your south node in the sign of Taurus, also polar opposites here. Okay, so your south node is your natural ability. And your north node is the challenge or your destiny. Okay, okay, so let's start with Taurus. Taurus is your natural ability. So Taurus is ruled by Venus. This is the planet of beauty, things that um, feel cozy, things that are grounded to the earth. So this okay. could be, you know, gardening. This could be home decor. This could be anything that's going to be um, more about that earth component, you know, uh -huh. earth, is an earth sign. So your natural ability has to do with um, creating beauty around yourself, creating um, a place where seeds are planted and they can grow. Uh, Taurus is also about you know, the finer things in life. They really want to enjoy the fruits of their labor. They're not necessarily someone that just wants to work their ass off. They want to work their ass off so they can enjoy their beautiful home or that beautiful car or those beautiful lavish vacations. So your natural ability is really about harnessing the gift of material wealth, um, things like family, 
um, things like home base. Um, thing, and it's interesting because it's really playing into uh, your Saturn Cancer where you're the mama bear, where Taurus really loves home. So mm -hmm. something like you being able to create an environment that feels like home for your community. Any questions so far? No, that's all sounds great. Okay. All right. So then we've got your North node, which is your challenge. Okay. So this is where um, you're going to find some blocks and we need to basically bust open Pandora's box and bust through those blocks in order to really find and discover and lead you to your destiny. And so that mm -hmm. has to do with Scorpio, which is super interesting because I actually know you quite well. Um, but this has to do with a lot of the occult parts of life. Um, all those digging into those, those hidden, those hidden parts of life that, that almost feel taboo. Um, mm -hmm. Scorpio. So Scorpio is a water sign. Um, they are, they are the diggers. Like they are the investigators of the Zodiac. They are the ones that want to swim in the deep end of the pool. Uh, they, there's nothing shallow about them. So your challenge is going to be about bringing up topics to your community that might be taboo, that get them to think deeper, right? Remember, you're supposed to be teaching things that are more of that higher learning, not the foundational stuff, but the stuff that you might, might think most people won't understand, they will be enamored by it. So your challenge is really to embrace that more spiritual part of yourself and share more of that spiritual part of yourself because you're already naturally gifted with the material plane, which is Taurus, but it's that spiritual world that's going to challenge you. And until you start talking about it, you're probably not going to find your destiny. Okay. Okay, so then you have your um, midheaven in the sign of Virgo. So again, um, this, is, uh, uh, this is, your midheaven is your 10th house. This is your uh, career path. So your career path has to do with Virgo. So like I mentioned before, Virgo is your sun sign. You also have a stellium. Um, this is what you're going to sprinkle on everything. So anytime that you are you know, here to teach or you're here to lead uh, your tribe, there's always going to be some kind of organization to it. And it's interesting because I kept using the word community, but now I think I should be using the word organization. You're going to create an organization for your people, where there could be all different kinds of components. You know, you could bring in guest experts um, to, to help with the masculine and feminine parts, but your role for that organization is truly to be the mama bear. But remember, Virgo is not necessarily, uh, you know, the, the, the rising star. Um, they're, de they're the curator. They're the ones organizing the organization. So you might be a better fit for you know, you teaching part of the lessons or the curricula for that community, but you might also be bringing in some other guest experts to kind of fill in the blank because your gift is really about being that executive producer and giving people an experience that truly mesmerizes them and helps them take it to the next level. So what I'm seeing now is that you're here to teach some of the advanced stuff, all that Sagittarius energy, but you might want to bring in some other people into your organization that teach more foundational stuff, that teach some of these other pieces that you're not here to teach, but would help to round out your organization. Okay. 
Any questions? I want to hear from you before I go into the last part, because the last part I hope is going to like at least blow your mind a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it all sounds really good. And uh, I just didn't want to interrupt because I do like, um, I do have a new project that um, my husband and I would been talking about it and he's been pushing through it. And I feel like it's, it wasn't really for me. And then I started thinking about it and I was like, okay, I can make this work if I do it my way. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and then the word curating that you're using it so much is pretty much it. So, yeah. so you're exactly because you are the producer of the project. So of course you want it to be your way because you know that you're going to make sure there's not going to be any loose ends. You're going to make sure that everything kind of gets done in a very organized fashion so that people have the best experience. No. And it's kind of like, not just that it's, it's, it's kind of like there's uh, several people doing the same. So it's like, why should I do the same thing without having any, you know, differentiator, you know? So that's why um, I could see me doing that if I do it my way in a way that is more creative and is more colorful. And I think it will resonate more with uh, direct with like the people that I want to reach. Awesome. Yes. I don't know if you feel like sharing anything of the project or is it still under wraps? Oh, no, no, no. I, I can share. Um, it's actually is a service and um, involves me um, redirecting merchandise from uh, America to Brazil. And it's kind of like, uh, there's a lot of websites that, you know, Brazilians love to buy in America. They come here to shop and not everybody has the money to pay for a ticket and, you know, or, or uh, have the time. So there's a lot of services that do, it's called like redirection. So people buy with an international credit card online, whatever stores they want, um, any source. And um, they... Um, they instead of sending putting their address to receive that in brazil and being taxed by every single package they receive um i give them my address they send the the um they put my address in their shopping you know uh, uh the, when they're shopping in the website and then i receive it i put it in one box and i send it so that's a very mechanical you know just like kind of plain you know not creative <laughs> kind of job you know uh, kind of service but what i want to do is um instead of just saying uh here this is what i do and try to reach out people every everyone you know that could use this service from me that would pay me to do this this service because i would just charge like a fee you know, it, it doesn't matter if it's like a big package or small package, like on top of the shipping, I charge a fee. That's how I would make the money. But um, I, what I want to do is um, through social media and through the girls that I met through my previous business in Brazil that, uh, I mean, combined, they probably have like 2 million people all together, you know, to help me uh, um, uh, market this, this service to, you know, their customers. I mean, not their customers, their followers. So I wanted to do something that it, it, it curates, uh, uh, like I'll have a, you know, something on Instagram or Facebook that shows up small businesses in America, not just like your regular Forever 21 or your regular H&M, you know, like I wanted to also support small businesses in America 
to the eyes of Brazilian customers that don't really know a lot about, you know, uh, uh, this, this other stores, they're really cool, you know, so it's kind of like, uh, um, it, there's two sides of it, you know, like I'm supporting small businesses in America towards, you know, the customers in Brazil that want to like have something different. So that's pretty much it. That's okay. the creative part of it. Yeah. So do you feel like this is your higher calling? I don't know if this is my higher calling, but it's something that it's, uh, inspires me to help small businesses here, you know, and um, I feel like I can reach these people in Brazil, you know, to get to know uh, uh, more cool stuff that are made here. And once this is also established, I, you know, I, I would love to do the opposite too, you know, not just like then the, the shipping thing wouldn't work, but I would love to have Brazilian, to, to curate Brazilian brands to Americans too. So that also has like what you said about the traveling, mm -hmm. you know, about uh, the international. It doesn't really have the spiritual side of it, but to me, it's fulfilling in a way that I'm helping people that have small businesses and that they care that it's their babies and make them like uh, uh, no, much more known, you know? Well, what if the, I mean, you mentioned clothing, but what about just more of like spiritual? Oh, everything, brand, everything, you know? everything, like home decor yeah. or, 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 um, like you said, or clothing or makeup or, you know, I don't care what these people are buying, you know, like, oh, oh, I mean, I'm actually, I mean, I do care what they're buying, but I'm just saying that I don't, I don't. I just don't want to feed into the whole fast fashion thing, you know, and I know that that's most what most people want, but I think there's alternatives out there, you know, and I don't think that they know, you know? Well, I think that's where you can fit the spirituality part into your brand is, uh, is just the sustainable, you know, more eco-friendly or even just like brands that sell crystals or jewelry, things that have some kind of like higher vibration around yes. selling. So that's yes. where you could probably fit that in and really, right. especially because it's really booming internationally right now of just people waking up and, you know, there's so many different e-commerce shops um, that are small businesses that would obviously love the service of, of reaching, you know, an, an, an international clientele. So um, right. we'll just kind of stick with that. So I want to talk to you about, you know, who your ideal customer is. And we'll kind of end on that note. And then I want to make sure that by the end, you have your next steps and a game plan to pursue this. Okay. Okay. So you have your 12th house in the sign of Scorpio. And your 12th house is your karmic debts. It's your subconscious mind. It's your limiting beliefs. So the way that I do business astrology has to do with, you know, who you're here to serve helps you work through some of the karmic debt that you're here to do in this lifetime and you okay. working with them. It helps them to, to, uh, work through some of theirs. So it's a real synergy. It's a mutual benefit, um, to serve these people. And so in this case, you are here to serve the Scorpio archetype. So the type of person or the type of businesses that you're going to be attracting already have those uh that scorpio essence remember how you had your what was it you had your uh, north node in the sign of scorpio which was your challenge so here you are with your karmic debt working through your karmic debt with absolutely scorpio, full circle right so now we've really got to fine tune like you know if i'm going to 
truly pursue this next business and I want it to be aligned with my highest self, well, the person or the, you know, the people that you're here to serve, which it sounds like on one end, it is the businesses that you're supporting. I don't know if you've ever, if you're thinking about a revenue stream where you're charging the businesses, um, not just the, the receipt of the goods, because right. if you go after the businesses, like I could bring a new market to your business. Right. And you choose the businesses to, to contact, which have that spiritual like a cult kind of vibe, you know, mm -hmm. the people that are selling tarot decks or they're selling, you know, um, any kind of, um, uh, uh, memorabilia around, uh, you know, crystal healing or anything spiritual, really. I mean, gosh, there's just a million things out there. Even if it was t-shirts that had like some right. Some nice sayings, like motivation things. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where I, you know, where that you're going to help them, but it's helping them to work through their own. It could be, we're helping them work through their own money karma. Like you're bringing, you're basically bringing customers to them. So mm -hmm. I don't know if you've thought of it on that end, but that becomes um, truly a, a way that's a win-win for you and your karmic debt, for you and your monetizing your business, but also for you helping them to monetize theirs. Absolutely, yes. And the recipients of those goods also have that scorpion energy because they are also interested in spirituality. They're interested in getting to the root of problems. They're interested in celebrating that more, um, you know, spiritual essence about being alive. Mm -hmm. Angel. Yeah. Any questions? Yes. No. Good. <laughs> Does this help you? Do you feel like you have some things to think about? Does it sound like it's going to, um, because I think what's, you know, you could even see this as, because just going back to that organization um, with that Saturn and cancer and you kind of being this mama bear to these brands um, and creating a community for them, um, letting them know that you are now the, the resource that they turn to for this new, um, this new, uh, country that loves to buy things that are American made. Right. Uh, and there could be even more than just, you know, maybe it's not so much like a fee um, that has to do with, I'm going to connect you with this market, but more of like, maybe it's an annual fee that you're part of my community. And I, and with that annual fee for my organization, you now become part of this bigger organization where there's all these different brands. There's all these different, different ways to get in front of this new Brazilian market. And you start to become a network for these smaller, um, more sustainable brands. Well, that's very interesting. I have to think about it. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So I want to make sure that, you know, this has been beneficial for you. Have you had some kind of aha moment? Do you have a game plan for what those next steps could be? To me, it was just like a, actually a confirmation that I think I'm in the right path with my idea. I mean, it, it was like, when you were saying that, okay, you're not really the producer, you're actually somebody that creates a community to, you know, that all matches with like what I was thinking, you know, and like you kept using the word curating. That's how I describe to people, you know, like is a redirection, a shipping business, but curated. That's what I say. 
you know, like it's, it's, I, I, I have my taste and I will, you know, build a, a, a face to like a brand to uh, an image to, to these customers. And I think that they're going to like identify with it. And I mean, it all, to me, it feels like it all, it all falls like you know, the pieces are all falling all together, you know? Awesome. Yes, absolutely. So I mean, it's, and it is very exciting, actually. It's crazy. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for being a guest here at the Rising Star Project. I think our, I think we've got a lot of international uh, leaders that are listening to this, and they're probably thinking to themselves right about now, wow, I never thought of utilizing where I'm from to connect other countries and other people together because at the end of the day with the internet blowing up and exploding and creating all of these new revenue streams and new um, possibilities possibilities for people it's like let's just make the world truly what it is which is just a place for us all to connect with each other and benefit from each other's strengths and gifts and i think that's what um, we've kind of uncovered for you today and i think our listeners now we've got they probably have their own wheels that are spinning so i want to thank you andrea so much for being a part of this i really appreciate your sharing your new business idea and part of your world with us thank you so much <laughs> Are you a stay-at-home mom ready for that next project that will utilize all of your gifts and talents? Perhaps your little ones are just getting ready for preschool or grade school and you have some extra time to dedicate towards fulfilling your dreams. Perhaps, like Andrea, you've pursued a business in the past but it wasn't quite aligned with everything you're passionate about and you're still waving that big question around whether your new idea is the next right step. On many levels, we need permission to pursue our dreams, and astrology is a great resource to get you to go for it. If you feel called to bring people together for a beneficial cause and the internet is waving her pretty wand in front of you, sprinkle some fairy dust on it and make it your own. No one can bring something to life quite like you can, and when you think outside the lines, you just might find there is a special niche just waiting for you to capture it. Go capture it. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.